Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Courtney, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. A prayer for guidance. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me in your kingdom today. Acts 26, verses 12 through 32. In this connection, I journeyed to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests. At midday, O king, I saw on the way a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, that shone around me and those who journeyed with me. And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goats. And I said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, but rise and stand upon your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you as a servant and witness to the things in which you have seen me, and to those in which I will appear to you, delivering you from your people and from the Gentiles, to whom I am sending you to open their eyes, so that they may turn from the darkness to light, and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Therefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and throughout all the region of Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, performing deeds in keeping with their repentance. For this reason the Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me, To this day I have had the help that comes from God, and so I stand here testifying both to small and great, saying nothing but what the prophets and Moses said would come to pass, that the Christ must suffer and that by being the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people 
and to the Gentiles. And as he was saying these things in his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you out of your mind. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, my most excellent Festus, but I am speaking true and rational words. For the king knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly. For I am persuaded that none of these things has escaped his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. And Agrippa said to Paul, In a short time would you persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, Whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me this day, might become such as I am, except for these chains. Then the king rose, and the governor, and Bernice, and those who were sitting with them. And when they had withdrawn, they said to one another, This man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture, what really sticks out to me is Paul's fervency in sharing his testimony. Um, the testimony that he was saved by Jesus and only Jesus, and that um, he is made now to preach that to everybody, Gentiles, Jews, young, old, woman, man, um, that Jesus came to die for the forg- forgiveness of your sins, and that you're welcome into a relationship with him because of that. And I guess it just makes me think about any testimonies I have of God's grace for me or um, of when I was saved and how often that I share those with people. And I wonder if it's because maybe I don't know how to word it or a fear of sounding... um, maybe too holy or too Christian or whatever, but after reading this, it actually makes me feel encouraged and, um, and I guess a part of that, um, you know, all fall short of the glory of God and giving your testimony to another Christian, that can be really encouraging. But I wonder giving that to somebody who's not Christian, who maybe they went through a similar experience as you and telling them, Hey, I went through the same experience and this is how God showed up for me. Or this is how I'm able to keep hope in that experience. Or I'm able to work through that experience or heal from that experience. And it's because of Jesus. And, um, yeah, I wish I was as confident as Paul in sharing that. And as an action from today's scripture, it seems appropriate to encourage everybody um, that we write down those evidences of grace in our life um, where Jesus came through in miraculous ways for us, but also write a couple sentences, maybe a paragraph of... um, the time that you announced and accepted Jesus as your savior and just read it back. And, um, yeah, I just think that way when you write something down, it's easier to kind of 
grab in your mind when you need it in the moment. So maybe when you're talking to somebody this week or the next month or the next year or whenever, you can kind of remember, oh yeah, I wrote that down. Um, and this is kind of what I want to say about that. Just make something short and concise um, of those evidences to share with other people, to share with believers, to share with non-believers. Lord, thank you for your scripture that we are able to read um, the testimonies of early Christians and of their journeys that you've put them on, Lord. Thank you that you encourage us through that. I pray that you give us the words to express our testimonies and things that you've done in our life where, we're, where we've seen... Um, how good you are, or the miracles that you can do, Lord. Um, yeah, I pray that you remind us of those things and that you let us reflect on them, that you help us to sit with them and remember and that it encourages us wherever we're at right now. And I pray that you bless us with the courage and bravery to um, share those things with people, whether they be Christians, non-Christians, whoever. Um, I pray that you open up spaces and conversations this week um, that would allow us to talk about what you've been doing in our lives and what you've done for us ultimately and how you have forgiven us of our sins and allow us to come into fellowship with you, Lord. Lord, help us to remember um, where Paul says, to this day I've had the help that comes from God. To this day we have had your help, Lord, that you are a living and active God. There's nothing that you can't do. There's nothing too big that you can't overcome, Lord. And yeah, help us to live in that and to live in that confidence and that faith.
through our lives and by our prayers. May your kingdom come. Amen.